bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics like we're talking about reality TV. And this is our first official episode of Forever 21, Meow Meow. And it's a celebration! Thank you, Georgia! Thank you, Georgia. I didn't know if it was going to be like, thank you, Georgia. Like the oh. happy birthday song. Oh, thank you, Georgia. I can't remember the tune. How does it go? Happy birthday. Right. Happy- I don't remember the tune either. No. Mm. Well, whatever. <laughs> okay, make up your own thank you, Georgia song. Yeah. Thank you, Georgia. Uh, 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 thank you, Georgia. No, do it in the happy birthday way. Thank you, Georgia. Thank <laughs> you, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you so much. Thank you, Georgia. Thank <laughs> you, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you so much. It's a fucking celebration. You know, we didn't even, we just couldn't even do it last week. We just could not even do a podcast. It was like, we're going to wait till Wednesday for Georgia. Then. A bunch of fucking rednecks stormed the Capitol. Uh, there, there just wasn't the beginning of Forever Twenty One started off so good, and then it really just fell apart. I thought it stayed but, good. I mm, have enjoyed mm, every minute mm. of nasty fucking butt juice mm. protests. You know, anal warts. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I think it's less a protest and more of a raid. Yeah, I guess it's a coup. A soup cracker coup? Yeah, it was a soup cracker coup. And a saltine siege. <laughs> and I, for one, enjoyed it. I know it's been very, very triggering and upsetting for a lot of people. And I totally get that. And we are going to talk about it. But I was revolted. <laughs> revolted. Yeah. And nothing could take away Georgia. Nothing could take away my high. Well, that's the whole greatness of it is that nothing can take away. You can go and try and bash as many windows as you want, you fucking losers. But guess what? We still won Georgia and Biden and uh, and Jojo and Kiki are still becoming president and vice president. It's just like, sorry, but, you know, you're just spinning some wheels that just don't matter. And you had to have some of your own had to get killed in order to do it. Now, even though we're here doing our feelings yeah and we didn't do that episode last week we did talk about it on our patreon we did a little bit if you want the of the moment and we are talking meow meow raj if you enjoy a meow meow rage sesh oh i fucking hate them it was there it was there guts it was there the minute she saw that toolbox sitting at nancy pelosi's desk oh the rage machine came out. Night terror was awoken and it was in the morning. I spent the entire therapy session today <laughs> having to fucking talk about the stupid fucking siege. Like it like it's personal to me. 
Did you tell your therapist that it was a saltine siege? I told him it was a saltine <laughs> siege. And I told him that I need him to tell me. I need to figure out why I'm having violent Mm-hmm. feelings right and what am i supposed to do about it what am i supposed to do about it well i say give it time and see if they keep trying it keep trying it <laughs> don't come for us no one sent for you or you will get killed by night terror who is having an issue with impulse control right now mm. in forever 21 so if you want to hear night terrors immediate feelings because we literally moved from one room of watching the guy nance Pelosi's desk into the drug den in order to immediately start the podcast, the Patreon podcast. You He's been go. arrested. You got to go to patreon.com slash dumb gay politics mm-hmm. and you can sign up or you can scroll down and listen to a free one, but you will want to because you're going to want to hear the rage and you're going to want to hear it immediately. That's absolutely correct. And as time goes on, the rage isn't dwindling. The rage is being stoked. So well, I can promise you this for the <sighs> Patreon, which is a safe space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't come over there if you think you're going to get all butthurt about stuff because we don't play. We don't need your notes. And we really go eon, eon, eon. Like our latest Patreon is called Hitler's Vegan Kitchen. Okay. And we have some fun, fun fantasy time with Hitler. Cooking with Hitler. Okay. That sounds, you know. <laughs> Apparently, now's the time to bring Hitler back too. You know, they, we, they, they, they go to Capitol <laughs> Building and they said... Oh, you know, we want to bring Hitler back. So you and think Hitler's that Hitler? Dead, right. We make up some f- amazing vegan dishes and then we send him for your ass. That's right. <laughs> and we've now harnessed Hitler and made him our bitch. That's right. So Amanda, the beauty pro mm. is a member of our Patreon family. We love Amanda. She sent us hair stuff. And Amanda, we got it last week. Meow Meow's hair is on the voluminous <laughs> fleek. Okay. It's on Volume Street. I used the shampoo and the condish and my hair is now I have a lot of hair right now. So it was just a lot of work. It's It's very long, but it gets it's it gets into the bouffant, the pompadour that I adore. It's the pompadour adore. (laughs) That's great. I got like special long hair stuff. I was like, oh, just wonderful. It was just such a lovely gift that Amanda, the beauty pro, who is a beauty pro, sent to us. And she said, hi, Julie and Brandy. Just a little gift or gifts for you ladies. The volume products are for Julie, Joico shampoo and conditioner. And that powder, hopefully it helps with the BG look. <laughs> also, the long hair. BG is actually BGs. Also, you have to do the Patreon if you want to know that story. That's correct. Also, the long hair matrix shampoo conditioner. And leave-in Joico conditioner is for Brandy. I hope you guys have a wonderful New Year's Eve. Shit, I'm running out of room. Anyway, just wanted to thank you both for being my buddies in my head for fucking Corona 2020. I would listen and feel like I was hanging out with my friends, and that really helped. I hope you like the hair products. I'm on my third salon shutdown, and I wanted to show my appreciation for you. And what better way than hair stuff? Happy Forever 21. Amanda, I hope you're doing hair fucking covidly and secretly. It's... (laughs) We've changed covertly to covidly out of your home. Okay. That's I, it's all I can wish for you. It was so thoughtful. Yes. Thank you so much. That really, was great. We loved it. Unique and amazing. And then and I'm just going to say this and I'll leave you with this, Amanda. From the other room, Julie's like this. Maybe I should start using conditioner. <laughs> I think I and, I and now she has it. So it's like mm-hmm. it's that simple. Mm, that's right. Now, Christy Koch, who's one of our very generous Patreon subscribers as well. She sent a little holiday gift along, which was very exciting. It's a little wooden cat puzzle and a puzzle box, a puzzle box, which 
was very complicated. Well, it's complicated. It took me, I, it took me a lot, quite a while to open it up, and we really had to do that. But thank God you did. Thank God it did, or we did. We figured it out, and inside were some adult treats. treats. Adult treats. Oh, to receive puzzle boxes filled with adult <laughs> treats. I mean, it is really what Forever 21 is going it to really be is. about. It really so, is. And I got a gift card to Sephora, and thanks to Amanda the Beauty Pro, I don't have to use it for shampoo, so I can do... I can do like whimsical shopping at Sephora, mm. which I love. I don't need to be like, oh, I need more shampoo or I need more, you know, cremes and mm. lotions. I can mm. be like, you know what? I want to try this lip stain. Oh, yes. Things such as. Right. Which is great. Now you're just doing fun. That's what sh- that's when shopping is fun. And that's what gifts are for. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Christy. It's like, you know, and I do in the new year. I want to do like new year, new me, you know, like you I pretend know, like too. you're going to be like a different person just by the shopping at I like know. Ulta. Now, ma'am, I know you remember Tiffany Fitch. Uh-huh. Because she sent us a box literally like a year ago. Like, I think it was January 2020, honestly, mm-hmm. with a pic of her and her uh, gorgeous fam, the husband, Kyle, the gorgeous modely children, Daisy and Guy. Don't send me a picture of like an eight year old child named Guy, because that is so cute. <laughs> they look like they do their YouTube influencers who like right. do duets and shit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sent us this super fun box. We didn't even know quarantine was ahead. <laughs> we didn't know we were going to eat all of her treats before quarantine happened. And then we're like, where are the goddamn champagne gummies? And we're like, we ate, oh, those, ate those the first Yeah, day. those were gone. Uh-huh. She sent us another box. Yep. Another yep. box. There were little drink, like um, little juice boxes, but of sake. <laughs> which we immediately drank. Oh, in two seconds. There were Wild Bars, which, as you know, Wild Bar is a friend of the show. It's our favorite. It's our favorite bar. Favorite. Um, Hydrant, which I've been using every day. There was two bags of popcorn. Uh, so- we drank the sake and ate the popcorn while Julie looked in the fridge for other stuff and said, should we have teriyaki chicken with the sake? I was like, yeah. Uh, three dog bakery dog cookies. We still have yet to. I'm excited to do I that. I know the papas need to come over yeah. so that we can give everyone some dog bakery dog 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 cookies. <laughs> uh, there were highball energy drinks, grapefruit, which we drank also immediately. Immediately. And there was Grandma Wild shortbread cookies. I can tell you, Tiff, if I may, it's the sake started us on a really hardcore journey that ended up in us in a fit of hangover rage drinking <laughs> the energy drinks. Like, I think at like three in the morning. Like, I mean, Oof. it just started us down a yeah. path. It was fun. Yeah. We had, a, we had a glorious, wonderful night. We did. Thanks to you. And it was, we had <laughs> needed to watch the Schitt's Creek dock and like oh just my cry God, our eyes out. Oh my God, so It was all because of that sake. Just, mm. It just got us, just put us on a journey. Yeah. Okay, so then Rebecca Rosen. She sent us a picture postcard with her wedding pic. Now, here's the deal with Rebecca. Okay. Rebecca and her sister, Danielle, sent us a scrunchie tree way back in scrunchie 19, which we still have in your bathroom. It's a scrunchie <laughs> yes. 19. No, yep. There's scrunchies on it. Yep. Then we've added scrunchies to it. Yes. It's literally my scrunchie tree. <laughs> yeah, literally. literally. And yeah. They sent a picture <laughs> and it was Rebecca and Danielle and it's basically them. It's so cute. They're in front of like a Christmas tree and then they put in this in the same stickers that they wrote scrunchy tree on the picture. They wrote dumb then pointed to one sister and then they wrote gay and they pointed to the other. Right. Sister. Right. And then you and I 
basically we didn't know who was who we didn't no. know who was the dom and who was the gay right so we basically did some problematic generalizing oh yeah and mm -hmm. decided danielle was like the gayer name right so we put when we labeled the photo and put it up on the wall we made danielle the gay one and rebecca the dumb one right turns out sweetie opposites rebecca loves that box bitch <laughs> and rebecca married the wop of her fucking dreams and now they're having a baby <laughs> Baby David. <laughs> They're having a baby. A baby. <laughs> and then I thought, I don't know why, when we've literally named one of my characters in one of our many failed scripts, <laughs> we named her Becca, but clearly Becca is shortened for Rebecca. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we gayed the name Danielle, but either <laughs> one can be gay. Anyone can. Any, you know what? Any name can. And we just said, well, damn, you know. give it time, Danielle. <laughs> give it time. Because you know what? Danielle Donato seems gay too. <laughs> Julian Brandy, there was a lot of suck in 2020, but I got married to my wife, who I'm still trying to convince to listen. That bitch. That bitch. Yeah, we know Danielle's fucking listening. You better fucking listen, you dark. <laughs> <laughs> we, I can say it. I can say it. And we know the wife is the dyke one. Oh, I mean, us. look at the... And yeah. I can see from yeah. the picture. We bought a house and we're expecting our first kid. I wanted to send along some of our joy and wish you both a very merry 2020 run. Rebecca Rosen, the one in the dress. I mean... Tell you fucking dyke wife. <laughs> How dare she? Right. Well, also, I want to know, is Danielle still listening? And sorry we mislabeled her, but she will be gay eventually. I'm so happy, like, and also so oh. annoyed that Rebecca had apparently the year of her fucking life in 2020. And you better be having a DGP baby, Rebecca. Do not stop listening to keep your baby's ears pure. Oh, keep, my God. Keep your kid listening yes please we're I, gonna expect i guess in nine months we'll be expecting that birth announcement and picture well we love you yeah rebecca congratulations congratulations and muzzle tap to you okay meow meow it's forever 21 oh, i'm so excited and we are definitely embarking on our basic bitch health journey <laughs> yep, okay yep. we're not even gonna look at our shit like a diet because it's not even that at this point. We're trying to firm up mm -hmm. and just get healthy. We're really trying not to get liver disease, if at all possible. <sighs> trying to bring the inflammation down. You really know what I mean? Get rid of all the fungus and shit. Mm -hmm. And just... Yeah, clean so it out. It's all just about, you know, you look weird, you're going to be weird, okay? <laughs> we need the insides looking healthy. <laughs> we need the inner glow. Yeah. I don't even know if we would be on the basic bitch journey if it were not for Wild Bar. When we found Wild Bar, wow. transformation, okay? Now, the appetite is being curbed. The appetite is being helped because each of these bars is soup is filling. It's like literally actually like a filling snack and or you could even use it as a meal substitute. But I feel like it's been more life-changing for me because you will eat healthy things yes and i won't mm -hmm. we're all just trying it's the ketosis it's the <laughs> keto it's the fat burning right. it's the keeping you know your blood sugar even all of these things you're you're trying to avoid the blood sugar spike the highs and lows of sugar blah 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 mm -hmm. but for me i'm trying to starve myself that is my <laughs> i don't give a fuck about blood sugar i don't care keto bullshit what i care about is eating less food so when i'm doing i'm doing intermittent fasting mm -hmm. i need to try to push through the last couple hours before i'm gonna eat a meal right without just 
ripping open Doritos and eating them. Right. This Wild Bar. Yes. It's a godsend. Mm -hmm. What's great about the Wild Bar is that you're getting you savory and sweet. So if you're a person who like loves sweets or you want chocolate or you want candy or whatever, or maybe you want chips or you want nuts, blah, blah, blah. This is giving you kind of both, which is amazing. Because it's got they've got fruit flavor. So it's like cherry, blueberry, pineapple. But they're made, I think the majority of it is hemp seeds. I'm not even sure. You look down at it. Yeah. It's seeds and nuts and berries <laughs> and twigs that are all mm-hmm. put together in this bar. Mm-hmm. When you eat it, it is so filling yeah. and so satisfying. Yep. My jaw gets tired. By the end, I'm like, my jaw's tired of chewing. You think you have a big appetite. You think you want to fucking eat, eat, eat. Yes. When your jaw gets tired, you know it's like you're full. That's like, you That's know what true. I mean? That's true. That's absolutely true. It's why people want to rip in, like you, Memo. You mm-hmm. want to eat bones. You want to rip into steak. I do. And you eat these nuts and fruit, and it's like, you will get full. It's an independently owned, you know, it's like some fucking jujitsu guy, whatever. <laughs> it's not some big company. It's not owned by Nestle. We really appreciate that. I went on the website and I saw that they are like available at Air One. I don't even know if they have them anywhere outside of L.A. or, I've or, never heard or like San Francisco. Uh-huh. Like, but, you know, you see Jennifer Aniston walking out with like a bag of algae and right. she's like eating it and it costs $350. <laughs> it's like it is so they are so particular about what they carry they just will not it is it's every single you know everyone in there is like wearing patchouli and like worried about the oh, environment i'll tell you we've we're it's countdown t-minus to when jennifer aniston is walking out eating a wild bar i'll tell you that right now and if you want to be like jennifer aniston walking out of everyone eating a wild bar then you need to go to wildbar.co wildbar.co put in gfy 2020 at checkout and you're going to get 20 percent off your first order gfy 2020 amazing I, come on i mean Everything about the company, everything about the product, everything about it, everything about it, you need to get to wildbar.co, put in GFY 2020 at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your first order. What is there else to say? Nothing. And now it's time for our very first JoJo and Kiki of Forever 21. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. Jojo and Kiki. I wanna have a Kiki. Lock the doors. Jojo and Kiki. I'm gonna let you have it. Jojo and Kiki. I wanna have a Kiki. Die, turn, work. Jojo and Kiki. We are gonna serve and work and turn and hunt, hunt, honey. Well, we're only one week into 2021 and the shit has already hit the motherfucking fan. Part of me thinks that Trump and the Republicans purposely fired the shit cannon so that JoJo and Kiki won't have time to do anything in the next two years that doesn't involve cleaning up the shit shrapnel that they sprayed everywhere. Yeah, coronavirus was enough of a distracting shit show for 10 administrations, but now we're adding a Senate impeachment trial to the list of things to do. And we know from the last Senate impeachment trial, the shit is long, boring, and pointless. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that the House drew up the articles of impeachment this week. And he does deserve to have to live with the historical orange stain of being the only president to be impeached twice. But we want to see some real fucking legislation get debated on so Kamala Harris can roll in like a wet dream and put bitches in check. Exactly. Let's see the voting reform bill. Let's see an Andrew Yang inspired bill granting universal basic pandemic income of $1,000 a month for everyone. Let's see a mandate on state police reform or COVID protocol or credit card debt assistance or Obamacare. Let's see something. We've seen the Senate debate Trump's actions and fitness to hold office 9 million times. Yeah. 
And if they could just hold a quick yay, nay vote on impeaching him, then of course, by all means, do it. But we know that's not how things work. And you're right. Mitch McConnell would love nothing more than to watch the House and Senate Democrats spend the next six months spinning their fucking wheels and tying up the Senate with Trump bullshit. That's six less months they have to reverse every fucking heinous act he's done for the last six years. So, no, we're going to pass. Exactly. And doesn't the Senate need to vote on all of Biden's cabinet picks? Which, sidebar, on Monday, he announced his final nomination which is William Burns for CIA director. Goodbye, Gina Haspel, yo cunt, you will not be missed. Anyway, last week, McConnell sent a memo to the House saying the timeline for any impeachment trial would not happen before your birthday, January 19th. But the inauguration is the next day, and then right after that, the Senate has to have a bunch of hearings to confirm JoJo and Kiki's cabinet. I don't know. Maybe this time they're planning a quick impeachment vote that will only take one day. I guess that would be January 19th. I don't know. I I high key love the idea of him getting impeached on my birthday. Mm -hmm. But what sucks is that this whole fucking saltine siege ruined our plans to go to the inauguration for my birthday. I know. It's so annoying. COVID was already throwing salt in our game as far as flying and tickets to the inauguration. But we were getting really close to figuring it out when the Ritz riot descended on the Capitol. And now there's no way we will be able to even get in two miles of the ceremony. They are building fences around the Capitol as we speak. Congress is playing it off like they're uh, united about the sedition. I feel like it's all one big Republican smokescreen. They're all eating shit and acting scared and scandalized. But they knew what was going to happen because we knew what was going to happen. And we know they knew. Just like we know the fucking FBI knew, but somehow the FBI did nothing to protect the Capitol building or any of the people in it. Everybody's blaming the Capitol Police for not calling the National Guard, and that's 100% valid. And those assholes were 100% complicit because they were 100% paid off by Trump. But where in the actual literal fuck was the FBI? Like, where were they? If those violent protests were planned by Al-Qaeda, I'm quite sure they would have stepped up. And the question is, were they paid to stand down? Were they blackmailed? I mean, we know that Trump's got some, certainly some FBI agents like in his pocket. But for the entire FBI to literally ignore this thing that's been had been planned mm -hmm. and tweeted about for mm -hmm. uh, like at least a month. It had to have been more than Trump. Other prominent Republicans would have had to have called in favors. It's very bizarre. It really is. They have to have been looking at QAnon. They're looking at the Proud Boys. They're looking at the Boogaloo Boys. They're looking at these websites. They're looking at Facebook. I mean, it's not like they have to go into people's private emails. These are public they knew. spaces. They, yeah, they knew. They, they all knew they were coming. And they literally, nobody was shy about saying we're storming the Capitol. They're taking pictures so, with guns. They're know. literally taking pictures with guns. This is what I'm bringing. Mm. They're making plans. So far, they've charged, the FBI has charged 17 people. Mm -hmm. And this is all just them going, we need your help. And then fucking people, you know, right. on social media go and they're detectives and they right. help. Now... They robbed a bunch of shit, which I wasn't really aware. So you saw the video of the security guard dude where they're all mm -hmm, coming up mm -hmm. the stairs and he's the one lone mm -hmm. security guard. So the whole big thing now is that um, and it is pretty chilling if you go back and look. Mm -hmm. So they're coming up the stairs. The Senate doors are to the left. If you watch the entire video, he starts at the bottom of the stairs mm -hmm. and he's backing up and he's running up full flights right. of stairs. Then he gets to the level of the Senate floor and he looks and he sees that the door is still open. 
So then he starts getting closer to them with like a baton and antagonizing them to take them away from that door. And when they start to turn towards it, he literally pushes one of them to make them follow him up the stairs. So what he essentially did oh. was lead them to the empty offices, oh. which is Nancy Pelosi. And, oh, that was. Yeah, because the Senate had not been shut and they were all hiding under desks and shit. Yeah. So that one lone guy led them through all through until he finally met up with like other cops. You can see the whole video yes. in its entirety. Mm -hmm. So someone stole AOC's shoes. <laughs> oh my God. Really? I didn't know that. Like her shoes, I guess she's got wow. like, what does she go to work in like her fucking like trainers? And then she puts on her like heels that her and her, she's got her fucking Louboutins in the fucking closet. Yeah. They stole all of her shoes. Wow. So they were just like robbing people's offices. Like what? They got their like nut snacks. Somebody had almonds in a bag. They took a computer. Nancy Pelosi said they took her computer. Anyone who's going to talk about I mean, looters from the protests in the summer. Mm. These people went in and stole people's personal property. Yeah. It wasn't even fucking someone's store, which right. they have insured. Right. This is like robbing someone's home. That didn't even happen in the summer. Right. Yeah. Those people are all insured. They're going to get their fucking stupid CVS fucking. Right. Right. Makeup right. back. Right. Every one of the people that worked in the Capitol building are traumatized as if they've been personally violated. Nancy Pelosi on 60 Minutes. You she doesn't she says the word it's a she says it's a violation. What they did is a violation of the building and blah, blah, blah. But they she feels violated. Yeah. Like, and it's real. And I feel violated watching it. I mean, more than I don't. I never felt like that watching Black Lives Matter. Or the looted. Ever. When they loot, I didn't feel violated. Ever. Never. And there's like seen. audio of Ugh. when they're hiding. They turned off all the lights. Yep. They hid under the desk. And people of them banging, yelling, like, oh, her you name, hear, yelling, yeah, no, Nancy, Nancy, come out. Can you imagine? No. She's an 80-year-old woman. And these mm -hmm. are grown, disgusting men talking about Nancy, Nancy. What are they going to do? Manhandle an 80-year-old woman down a hallway? They they all need to be murdered. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't. I can't take and it. And it is violating. I had my <sighs> waitress boots stolen out of my car that I left unlocked. There's something really really personal about having your shoes stolen or just like your purse it's like her shoes were stolen it's not like she makes that much money it's like her salary so, so high then they felt like those are our shoes because we pay taxes for them like oh and then and, who knows what they did to them too they uh, hate yeah, yeah. aoc yeah. It's, so it's so gross, gross. the capital mm. was fully burglarized mm -hmm. it's nothing like the summer i'm not gonna have laura ingram candace owens I mean, I Fox like News. I said, I feel like protests should be directed at government buildings. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that they burglarized their personal belongings. No, I didn't, I didn't even know they kept. I, I never assumed those offices were like real offices because they don't go mm -hmm. to them every day, nine to five. Mm -hmm. They're only in session for whatever. Right. So I never thought that they really kept anything. I don't know why I feel like they were more like temp offices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly sense. Nancy Pelosi has been there for 100 years. Like AOC, I'm like, wow, you really have already moved in. Well, I wonder if the staff is there all year round. I always thought when they're not in sesh that that place is like a ghost town. Hmm. But maybe there's a staff there. I feel like there's a staff walking around. You're probably right. Um, one good thing is that the New York State Bar Association is launching a review into Rudy Giuliani. Ooh. And they're trying to have his New York <gasps> law license That's revoked. Great. Which is supposedly like a historical precedent. Like I, I can't believe they would have never done that with anyone wow. as there are many shady, mm -hmm. shady lawyers. Mm -hmm. I think to try and revoke somebody's 
bar license, you have to be pretty bad. You know what I mean? Like they're not just rolling up to anyone. Look at Alan Dershowitz should be, has his shit rejected just for being friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, whatever oath, I don't even know if they take an oath like doctors, whatever oath might be have been done been taken well to it's, follow the law it's thrown out the <laughs> so, window he's, yeah there's the, he's not even the same person he was when he was on the southern district of new york um and then let's just not forget the tweet that you really loved from eric trump it was the day of the saltine siege it was mm-hmm. like the morning it was wednesday morning mm-hmm. when they were all gonna go in there and fight the electoral vote mm-hmm, readout mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he tweeted like if you don't vote with my father we're going to find a challenger to beat you in your state. Like threatening Eric Trump. I mean, Eric, from what coffin did you come out of and think that anyone is worried about anything you're saying, you albino vampire? It's deleted now. There's 900 comments to a deleted tweet. He's such a little asshole. And then on Monday, Melania crawled out from under her cyborg hooker rock Mm. to release a written statement written by someone else, I'm quite sure, um, but she signed it. Hi, I wa- I, it's me, Melania. I wanted to uh, let you know that I had a statement put forth for me from my outgoing chief of staff who quit. <laughs> um, as your first lady, it has been inspiring to witness firsthand what the people of our great nation will do for one another, especially when we are at our most vulnerable. Like when all the whiteies go to Capitol Hill. I love it. I don't care. I implore people to stop the violence. Never make assumptions based on the color of a person's skin or use differing political ideologies as a basis for aggression and viciousness. We must listen to one another, focus on what unites us, and rise above what divides us. Mm. Everybody wants to talk about what's dividing us now. Oh, they all want to be united now. Which they don't, though. No. No, they want us to stop celebrating and being smug mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now they want everyone to, i thought you guys wanted to make mccain i thought you want to unify the country well where were you well whoever she hired as her new chief of staff i thought wrote that well <laughs> yeah. so goodbye stephanie grisham or whatever your name is <laughs> exactly. exactly she found someone working like probably like in the cafeteria and it worked out just fine excuse me are you, can you write uh, speeches and maybe a statement for me maybe it's like Great. baron's teacher baron's mm. homeschool teacher hello mrs price would you mind writing something for me? I need to have slap it onto the White House website uh, by seven. Thank you. Okay, now we get to hang out with one of our favorite comedians and talk some shit. Okay, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with comedians and talk shit about politics. Why? Because talking shit is fun and comedians are funny. 
And Forever 21 is already fucking bananas. Beyond, which is why we are so excited for our guest today. He's a prolific performer, writer, stand-up actor. And I'm going to go ahead and add singer and dancer to the list because Julie and I watched him nail every number from the musical Company while we were in a hotel room in Puerto Vallarta at 2 a.m. in the morning. That is correct. That's right. For the record, that hotel room in Puerto Vallarta was a year ago. It was before COVID. That's right. That's right. No, Nobody's capsizing from COVID. <laughs> Uh, he is hilarious, he's smart, and he knows a dick ton about politics. So without further fucking ado, please welcome back the Stevie Nicks of our hearts, Brad Lokley. Hi, Hi Brad. Gosh. Hi, girls. <laughs> or as many of you know him as, Chardonnay, ring, ring, Chardonnay. <laughs> That's right. Ring, ring, Chardonnay. Good morning to you, Chardonnay. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're two weeks, we're not even two weeks, yeah. into Forever 21. <laughs> Can you fucking believe if you say you uh, you imagined all of this on New Year's Eve? Here's the thing. Uh, I got in trouble in sixth grade for writing an essay that was assigned. And the topic was, why is America an exceptional nation? And my essay statement and thesis was, it is not. And here's why. And then listed that for two notebook pages and then was uh, uh, called a communist by the history professor and almost suspended by the school for being a communist until my mother had to aggressively remind them that there, there were no sixth grade communists <laughs> and they were uh, public oh, employees <laughs> and they should go back to work and stop bothering her at her real job. Uh, so I have actually always had a kind of nihilistic view of America. Mm. Uh, and and I, I, I know that a lot of people might think that's cavalier or like, oh, he's a coastal elitist. I get no joy <laughs> out of thinking and expecting the worst of America. I really don't. Because for my entire life, me expecting the worst and being proven right by America means my friends are dying in the street. Means <laughs> black people are being shot to death. Means poverty. Means, you know, AIDS being treated the way it was for 20 years. I mean, me, you know, I, I take no great joy in being like, I told you so. Because we're not talking about someone's boyfriend. We're talking about, I can say, I told you so when people are dead in the street. Uh, so, yeah, I do. I'm not shocked. <laughs> Did you think we were going to win Georgia? No way. I thought we were going to split Georgia. Because what I've also learned from America is we always get just enough good mm. and just enough bad. So whichever side you're on. If you're a Trump supporter, you get just enough Trump good if you're a Trump supporter, but you do, he doesn't get the full House and Senate yeah. you know, his entire time. So you had, and you don't get enough good on the Democratic side where we didn't have a Democratic House and Senate and a supermajority during his time where we could have just negated it. So I always think America just as a concept and in practice gives everybody just enough right. to keep fucking with the idea of America <laughs> instead of everyone on every side going, fuck this, let's start again. Did you ever imagine the the in Star Trek insurrection that happened? I actually am shocked it wasn't <clears throat> more violent. Mm -hmm. I'm actually yeah. and and what we now are and disappointed, quite frankly. <laughs> and what we're starting to learn now is part part of the reason it probably wasn't the filing is because we've now all seen the footage and the FBI is investigating that federal cops seem to have opened barricades and happily let people in, which keeps any angry group from escalating. Mm. What we see is because of the lack of obstacle to them, 
legitimate, illegitimate, violent, nonviolent, you know, police, non-police, so their escalation was purely of their own doing. You know what I right, mean? The planned, um, right. The planned inner inside job, which yeah. was created to ma- allow people to go into the Capitol, sure. allowed it to be not as violent right. as it would have been had they if been they kept had started back. firing shots right. yeah. when mm-hmm. they passed the, the legal barricades right. onto the Capitol property, it would have gotten violent outside. It didn't. It got violent inside. <laughs> it's too soon to tell, I, I think, both in what I, I hope and assume have to be the hearings and committees yep. and investigations by various departments. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's there's cause for everyone. The House needs to have oversight committees on this. The, yeah, the how state, do they know where your office DC was? DC yeah. has to Gross. have them. This, the FBI has to have them. Homeland Security has to have them. And, and I do think we're walking into an administration right now that will openly and gladly have them. Yeah. What are we going to do with the 70 million people right. and Fox News who believe that they are completely justified in doing what they're doing? Kill them. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if I'm speaking honestly, this is also why I won't ever run for office and I don't think people like me should be in office. What? I, 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 <laughs> we wanted to see all of them shot down in the streets with no, blood I know. running. I, but that's also why I shouldn't be the one in control of who's shooting people down in the streets. <laughs> and I recognize that. So, so here's where it's complicated. I also understand in the same breath that I go, right, but me wanting X people... That, Dead. Dead. Is because I, it's justifiable because I say so because of their actions. And their deeds and their and what they've and who done. They are. Ugly also. <laughs> they've done Unattractive. But the truth is the truth is the Nazis thought that too. The Nazis right. That's like, what I'm saying. The Nazis genuinely believed yes. that Jewish people and gay people and insurgents And even if they didn't, the what they were told that that, that right. those were their orders. They and had the to tr- do it. And the truth is we also have to look at the whole of human history. So people also just want to believe in things. Yeah. If you're gonna believe that a Jewish zombie came back from the dead Hebrew to school. forgive you from your sins <laughs> because of an apple that a rib woman <laughs> ate because a gay snake gossiped to her. If, uh, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna not only believe that, but but two two millennia of people are gonna believe that. Yeah. Clearly, there is just an irrational part of all of our brains yeah. that want to believe. We all know. I didn't want to believe Taylor Dane. <laughs> Was at Mar-a-Lago on New Year's Eve singing "Tell You Don't oh, singing Tell It to My Heart" oh, and asked to be not me. after the mass. Singer but you know Taylor. what I mean? Like I don't want to believe Kevin Sorbo is the horrible alt-right <laughs> Christian he is. I masturbated to him my entire college. Hercules. 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 No. What about Superman? Dean Cain. Dean Cain. Oh, oh, but you know what I mean? Yeah. We all have to face cognitive dissonance. We would like. We all have to face. We have all been, I, it, let me just say, okay, so I know I have been, and I assume we all have been, because I do believe it's a human trait. We have all accident. we've had to learn the lesson of accidentally retweeting or reposting something that looks like a news story or something that looks <laughs> oh. factual. Uh, and why yeah. did we, and why did we tr- retweet that without investigating the details as opposed to when we see something that is against our, right. it's cognitive dissonance. We all, all yeah, we're always that, looking right? to be validated for our own. But the truth system. is, psychology. I can't remember the term right now because they gave me a cocktail before the show. But, <laughs> but there is, a, and because I, I asked for one, um, <laughs> and there is, is a third. psychological. There's a psychological term. Yeah. you will work to justify. You will work to move the scenario. Yeah. because you don't want to not believe. 
there is a psychological occurrence that the more you present someone with facts that trigger their cognitive dissonance, the more likely they are to dig their heels in and say, but I am right. I wanted to say this. I wish I had my phone so I could look it up. We had this amazing, super smart woman, Brandy Collins Dexter, and she worked at... um, color of change and they fought Facebook and the fucking discriminatory algorithm and the whole shit. And she said that these algorithms that whatever you search, we're just, we are fed what we want to believe. They know us from the algorithm. One of the reasons I think Facebook in particular blocked Trump during this period is one because obviously you should even if he had done nothing even if barack obama had done this the last two weeks of his administration any any social media should block this person for inciting violence but he's also incited violence for five years so you again mark zuckerberg's eating ass but what we also (laughs) now know is that there are enough people from facebook who have leaked memos who have leaked the audio of meetings where they have point blank said they they simultaneously as a company say they don't want to be involved in this kind of fanning the flame. So they have meetings where they talk about, are we driving, are our algorithms driving people to, you know, extremist groups? And yet when they were given given the data finally by their people that they asked for, and they said 60% of the people who joined extremist Facebook groups, it was because our algorithm suggested it based on their posts. And Zuckerberg and the company, because let's also remember Zuckerberg doesn't own the company. The Sherry Sand, what if Sheryl Sandberg, whatever, fucking lean in. <laughs> but that you know what I mean? Whore. Like, it's the kind of thing where, like, once they knew it, they also didn't want to face it and face their culpability for it. So they just brushed it under the rug. Again, because when you suddenly find out that your mom is a murderer. Yeah. And your mom saved your life. Your mom saved your family. How do you reconcile good and evil? And humanity has never been able to do we cannot reconcile good and evil. And we don't ask a question if we don't Google it. Right. And I'm constantly fed Mitch McConnell is a fucking garbage dwelling asshole because I'm looking for it and they give it to me sure. and they won't give me a different opinion. Sure. They won't. I will never see it. And these Fox News fucking lurkers, they won't see but a different so also opinion either. When we either. talk about Fox News, obvi- I mean, again, Fox News has been proven to be the least factual quote unquote news source on the planet other than North Korean, <laughs> like state radio. North Korea TV. Russia. Fox News. <laughs> news most Americans don't know is banned from Europe. It would it tried to be a cable station in Europe and because of the number of of intentional lies they did, they weren't allowed to be classified wow. as news and they were banned. So again, wow. Fox News is its own anomaly. But you know what the other thing is? Go look up the footage of international journalists and international news sources from the coup last week. It's now been a week. Oh, like the Go look at what BBC and Al Jazeera Mm -hmm. and and French and Irish and Mm -hmm. Japanese. Go look at their footage that Mm -hmm. was shot by their reporters on the ground. And it's not just that they happen to catch much more visceral stuff than even our liberal quote unquote media will show. It was clearly there. They just don't have any skin in the game of maintaining the American... Right. Fallacy. Right, right. The idea the of that America is good or bad. Right. The idea that America is pure the or The leader evil. of democracy. Right. Yeah, or, yeah, or the worst <laughs> villain in the world. Right. Or that they have no skin in the game. No. So they, they will show footage of this is just what happened in front of It was campus. a saltine siege. Right. It was like a New, <laughs> a New, a New Zealand TV <laughs> said, hey, guys, how are you? Here we are the Capitol building in America. It's crazy out here, guys. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening right now. 
Oh well, we have a lady prime minister. And she's awesome. <laughs> That's right. So we we're gonna, we've we're got, got rid of COVID under, in two weeks. Yeah, we got rid of COVID in two weeks. They've guys. got rid of COVID twice. <laughs> two times. We have listen. Everyone here has a nice house and jobs, and we don't. Why are we even here? I don't know, guys. Let's go back <laughs> to New Zealand. All right. Well, I'm glad that we worked that out. But moving on to another topic. Um, the one that we're all very excited about, of course, which is now that the Democrats have the House and the Senate, basically, do you think that we're going to move ahead and get that $2,000 stimulus? There was support in both houses yeah. during Mitch McConnell's reign for more money, yes. for more stimulus, for more sh- across the board. There was more than enough to get it passed. We have to remember, he just didn't allow the vote. It it's him. not that all Republicans voted against it. Yeah. There were no votes. Nancy Pelosi in the House... Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, independent, have passed 300 pieces of legislature in four years through the House that never got voted on. So I do think we will see more, also because it's it's ongoing, but also because I think we're we're about to see a lot of Republicans, not just the ones who supported Trump, but the ones who, even the ones who spoke against Trump, but were still fiscal conservatives, worried about the distribution of funds, (laughs) suddenly have their dicks between our cheeks. And being like, you know what, sure, give everybody two grand, give everybody... Let's face it, Gavin Newsom is now openly debating giving everyone in California an extra $600 because California can afford it. But but it's because he's failing and people want to murder him. He's our good friend. Yeah, we're really trying to get him on the podcast. So so, Gavin Newsom's trying so hard to get us $600 as a man with a beautiful haircut, and that qualifies him for governor. The Listen, hair, the hair, that hair. Get that pomade, so get the grease. I, I do think I do think we will see if, if, which is a big if the Democrats don't immediately return to let's meet in the middle. Right. Let's meet That's in the, the middle Chuck after submission. Let's meet in the middle. However, Chuck Schumer, when they came back into office, was the first one. Mitch McConnell spoke, you know, the most strongly that he's ever spoken about Donald Trump. And then they cut to Schumer and Schumer said he incited terrorism yes. and he incited violence yeah. and he is a criminal. Which again, so like, you know, let's let's call a spade. We're a spade just looking for some aggressive balls with but some again, legislation. Schumer doesn't really the truth yeah. is I mean the truth is the White House steers the legislation. When the White House controls both houses, it when Obama had the House and not the Senate, he steered the House's legislation they sent to the Senate. Yeah. When your and party even Obamacare they either, steered right. that. So we now control both. It will be on the Biden campaign as a whole, which includes Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and AOC. And it's but the truth is, anytime anyone can, any party controls both houses, even by a slim margin, it is an it is a it is a a, a victory or an indictment on the entire party. I think we're gonna get to two thousand. I, I think we're gonna get to two thousand. I also think we're gonna see even more than that. What do you want to see? Because the House did pass. They passed a huge sweeping voting yeah. rights bill. Yeah, they passed yeah. a huge, so, yeah. like, human What I rights. want to see in the first 100 days is a full reinstatement of the voters' right bill. I want to see at least a $50,000 automatic uh, forgiveness of uh, medical debt and of student loan debt, which is on the medical table. Medical debts. I've never even heard someone say that. That's amazing. It, and it will pass. That will pass. Amazing. If, if if student wow. loan debt is controversial, and I don't think it is, but I get why it is for America, medical debt is not. It is the number wow. one cause of, of personal That's bankruptcy. amazing. So that affects everyone. That absolutely affects yeah, as many conservatives. Compared to you that. want to know how many people in West Virginia who voted for Trump have opioid addictions who have not been served by their civil servants, by their government, Republican or Democrat, that that can pass. I in think in 100 days <laughs> we can get a draft of a Green New Deal 
that is substantial. You want to see in the first hundred days a draft of the Green draft, New Deal? A draft of a new Green New Deal. That is possible. What does that mean? Like a new, more realistic? Not just passable, but significantly more than what we would consider a passable Green New Deal. It, it, that it's not that it's not this kind of sandcastle on a cloud. Like, which, which all right. things are. You know what I mean? Yeah, that like a not, little more realistic, a little yeah. more Obama doable. Obama passed a, a very flawed form of national health care, but it's still somehow standing, and it needs to evolve. It does not yeah. serve. But starting somewhere everyone. was good. But it started somewhere, and it's still alive. Okay. So even as flawed as I do believe it is systematically, it's still valuable enough and needed enough that it hasn't failed. So again, that's what he was able to get through. I think that's what we can do with the Green New Deal. I think we can do, I mean maternity leave women's pay i mean rights international power. we need to re-enter the paris accord we need to renegotiate and stabilize the nuclear agreements around the world again we i mean we have so much that can be done in the first hundred days because we control both houses because we control the white house because our party this particular party is is evolving quickly and receptive to its evolutions and because the other party just Staged a civil war. <laughs> However, I also think in the first hundred days we will see domestic terror attacks, unlike we have ever seen before. And I do believe it will be a real challenge to this administration to mm. walk the line of what people interpret as as Orwellian in clamping down on those events, right? As overreach, because yeah, it's all about don't we don't the government. I our think body, we need a, our rights. I think we need a new <laughs> a new version of a Patriot Act that involves how domestic terrorists are treated nationally and and locally i think that i think we need to evolve the fbi and the cia and homeland security to be focusing on cyber to de- 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 cyber, cyber attacks and domestic de- and i think and i think like it or not what's happened in the last week in particular has in some ways hopefully made it easier to pass that sort of legislation because no one can say it's theoretical anymore that's true before we let you go we went to the live taping of your comedy special <laughs> We did. Brash Brash Boys Club right before this fucking pandemic decimated the industry. Can you believe that, Brad? I literally was like, this is my year. Uh, It's all going to happen. I mean, honestly, like we literally literally it was like two weeks later. The world shut down. We went we went to your show. We left. We went to Australia. Mm. Yeah. We gave Australia COVID. Correct. (laughs) And came home. Documented. Documented. Were you just like, that show was amazing. It was hilarious. How suicidal did you get and how soon? After COVID. Um, Literally, it was... Honestly, it wasn't... The comedy special certainly played a role, but the truth is it's. I knew it would still be released. It was going to be released. It's not like it was going to play in theaters. It's... It was the combination of this was already a year. So or 2020 was a year where if you want to talk about vision boards not working <laughs> and and like be careful what you wish for. 2020 was a year that I started in January where I was about to film my next comedy special. I liked everyone involved. There's certainly been problems since then. We'll talk about that <laughs> off camera. But I liked everyone involved. I'm proud of the work we all did. We were all allowed to do exactly what we wanted to do creatively. You know what I mean? Which is a blessing at any level of whatever you're... It's funny and it's good. It was released by Comedy Dynamics. It was distributed by Comedy Dynamics, the largest distributor of stand-up comedy right now in American history. You know what I mean? Like it had better words. You were on the precipice of your life changing. (laughs) I also had... Almost $40,000 worth of work booked this year on top of what I normally made. So it was about to be the most money I'd ever made as an artist, which isn't how I grade my value, but is I was going to be able to pay off all my debt. 
Yeah. I was going to be able to have that moment where you have a base and within 72 hours, I couldn't, I had to hang up on producers to take calls from other producers, canceling or postponing events to this year, you know, later this year. And it, and it, it was surreal. It was, and, and left with no way to make a living. So on January 25th, I will have my bankruptcy hearing because oh I've had God. to file for personal bankruptcy. Not the end of the world. No. Nope. I'm not ashamed of it. Good. It's not my fault. It absolutely happened because of COVID. But so it's also it's not even the government fight. It just is what it is. Wars happen. Life happens. People literally have and died. You, make it. you know. But when you think about I've had nineteen people die in twenty twenty. Nine from COVID, the rest from other reasons. That's a lot. It's just it's been a lot. And but so all of it together to think that I started 2020 being like, I'm taping my special. I'm going to pay off all my debt. I'm, I'm a fucking still working after all these years to go to no work, having to ask friends and family for money to pay bills, Just having to worst. rely on living with a friend who you know, who's a wonderful friend who's like, if you can't pay rent for the foreseeable future, I'll make it work. Like people, most people don't have that. Most people don't have that blessing. And to then be like, I need to file bankruptcy. So to go from like, it's all great, to the worst scenario other than me dying. Because in the midst of it also then burying friends left, right, yeah. and center. It's, it was, uh, listen, if I was ever going to commit suicide, it probably would have been this year. It's, suicide's a lot. I know. So there's a lot of letter writing. <laughs> there's a lot of, it'd be my last creative expression. It's a lot of planning. So you really it's gotta really make, planning and Yeah, it. you really gotta. <laughs> and if you don't do it right. Just the playlist alone. What am I gonna <laughs> listen to while the pills kick in? And then you have to give the playlist to people so they can Oh, really and then suicidal. it's, and the letters, you have to make sure the letters are on good stationery. You have to have a proofreader so now someone knows. <laughs> I so. think honestly the deaths and I, I haven't had as many as you, but I've had some recently. And yeah. I feel like that at least is sort of the thing of like, well, that kind of puts things in person. Because yeah. problems, no, is what they say is problems about money aren't real problems, even though they feel like they are. And it, it feels yeah. like a failure. And certainly bankruptcy is the, the highest thing that is the, it's so hard not to feel shame around sure. something like that. And then borrowing money and friends yeah. and family, it's like, Ugh, I don't want to borrow and especially money just as an artist because you know our American culture in particular trains people to believe that art is a privilege that being an artist is some kind of oh privilege. and you know and when you that talk it's not to... a real job that right. it's not that it's not that it it's so and if valuable, you were good you would already be so successful right. you'd already have the money and dealing with credit and dealing with right. the debt and creditors is so they so they're so judgmental and you know at least in my Anyway, stop <laughs> answering. Oh, let me give you this lesson. Don't Doesn't answer matter. the phone, Julie. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> Revolutionary act. Don't answer the phone. I know I. When anyway, have you ever she answered, calls them. She harasses when have them. When you ever call? When have you ever picked up a phone for anyone else? We don't pick up the phone. No, stop no. Picking up but the on phone. occasion, I will. I've had to. I will have had she to call and be them. like, I know you right, called right, right. me. I know you called <laughs> me. I don't want you calling me anymore. If you fucking do it one more time, I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna put a coup <laughs> on your fucking Capitol Hill and I will find you and I will kill you. Stop calling and me. And she's like, is the owner of Chase Bank, oh, is he, where's his house? Where's can J.P. He, Morgan? Yeah, can he I'd not like pay to speak bills? to J.P. Bartholomew Morgan. I literally said to someone the other day, is my $400 going to make the bank fall down? <laughs> Fuck yourself. I love Anyway, you. it's my own fault. Uh, you know what? Despite this year and all of our debt and Chase Bank and everything else, the comedy special is amazing and everybody should watch it. So tell everyone where they can find it and all the other stuff that you're doing too because you're doing some 
some of our new favorite <laughs> ring, content. Ring, ring, Chardonnay. Ring, ring, ring Chardonnay. <laughs> If I'm not keeping up with Ring Ring Chardonnay <laughs> every week, I mean, we are enjoying. <laughs> you can find uh, Brash Boys Club on uh, Amazon, on uh, Apple TV, on Spectrum, on demand, on, on Voodoo, on pretty much any streaming on demand platform, quite literally. Uh, and then during COVID, I finally reached the tipping point where I was just going full Grey Gardens and staring at the walls. And I started making comedy food review videos, and it's really taken off. It's called Brad Locally Tastes Funny. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on all my social media, bradlocally.com, L-O-E-K-L-E. For example, Brad will um, uh, taste a weird candy Meat cane. in a can. He had reindeer in a can. He'll give you the lowdown, the history of what it's it is. so and well then he done, Brad. It. Honestly, Thank we love you. it. It's been, honestly, it's been really fun to make. I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner. Me eating things and judging them feels <laughs> I can't like my even wheelhouse. Ask, I can't even ask Julie to make some weird jello thing from the 50s. And she's like, oh, Brad should do this for... <laughs> I'm going to do a whole aspect <laughs> series at some point. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. They're weird foods. They're legitimate foods that are just polarizing. Like it started with candy corn and circus peanuts because people just have feelings about them. It, it has gotten into like, you know, canned reindeer meat and gravy. Uh, pig's brains in mm. milk gravy is coming up. <laughs> but it's also uh, the McRib is out right now. I'm going to do the McRib oh, in the next one. few weeks. Great I'm one. Gonna be, so it's both like legitimate shit, shit you can get, shit people have feelings about, regional foods. It's so great, you guys. Yeah, are you going to do spam? Have you done any spam? And the best is they're two minutes long. So you can see them on all my social media. It's not like a show where you have to like watch an episode. It's perfect for social media. It's two minutes long. It's two minutes of fun. We've done it on YouTube, but we like mm-hmm. to do it just on Twitter because mm-hmm. that's yeah, just, just, just quick it's and it's like so much toxic bullshit. And then it's like, oh, let's watch Braddy <laughs> weird shit. They're little snacks. They're little comedy snacks. Have you done yeah. any spam or no? No, I'm still, I will do spam. Um, that's just too I just haven't gotten it. No, it's okay. not even that. It's, I mean, I'm doing the McRib. I've done. We're just legitimately curious yeah, about I did spam. candy corn. I did. And <laughs> I've never had spam. So it is on the list. Good one. Yeah. All right, and where can people find you on your socials? Uh, Brad Lokely, L-O-E-K-L-E, on all the socials, but also because of the nature of algorithms. If you type in a Brad Gay comic, oh. I will come up. Oh, interesting. On, on okay. the wow, not Brad Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for So There's That. So this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans <laughs> and the ignorant, violent Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard when half the country are mind controlled members of a morally bankrupt right wing cult. And the other half are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy fighting Bernie battles with their own side to win the ultimate war. But you know what? We have Jojo and Kiki and we just won Georgia, (laughs) which proves that anything is possible if we believe in miracles and have faith that they'll actually happen. And who's going to give us that faith and belief? You, meow, meow, you. (laughs) 
right? With your uh-huh. very first, so there's that, a Forever 21. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. Well, Forever 21 is off to a banging start, okay? I honestly <laughs> never could have predicted a full goddamn Star Trek insurrection on the Capitol building. Now, since the North Korean-style Heaven's Gate, Jim Jones, Lenin, Stalin, Hitler-level mob scene that attacked our democracy house last week... I am democracy house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am fully resigned to the knowledge that half our country is made of dullards, nincompoops, gullibles, but mainly scared, insecure, greedy, loveless, abused, selfish boys and some girls who are lost in an echo chamber of confirmation bias. There are not nearly enough arrests. We know there's now inside men and white supremacists and high levels of law enforcement in the country. And so what the fuck do we do now? I had to have an entire therapy session today devoted to my own feelings of powerlessness and deep, 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 deep desire for violent justice against soup cookies that want to take control of our bodies ourselves. Please, for the love of God, take your shitty tattoos and Confederate beards and kill yourselves. Please. My therapist told me my violent thoughts are unhealthy and we will be taking a good look at that and maybe I need to explore my own issues and focus on some self-care and self-love and maybe I should put my energy into loving my body pillow and wearing my mouth guard so I don't eat all of my teeth out of rage and despair. And he's probably put you on a very important list <laughs> that they're required to put Pro- you on by law. Probably. With that said, like most of us, I have been drowning myself in a sea of Twitter hate trying to fill the void and distract from the reality of humanity and that this country is split down the middle and mind-controlled by a walking testicle. Now, we here at Dumb Gay Politics have been calling on Mark Fuckerberg and other social media giants to shut the QAnons and the insiders of violence down, but they just couldn't do it. Until a couple days ago, Twitter decided to literally ban Trump from using Twitter. Now, This is huge news and quite a big deal. The QAnon Trumpeteers are whining that their First Amendment rights are being violated. And I'm not even going to get into it. We can visit all that on another time and legal reasons and ramifications as to who and why people can get tossed off social media. Well, here's some good news. Twitter banned Trump along with Reddit, Twitch, Shopify, (laughs) Google, which won't sell or allow downloads of Parler, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Apple won't allow Parler on their platform either. Parler is like an app that some grotesque white supremacist made in order for anyone to do anything and say anything they want on it so they could... It's like the alternative, like, like social media so that they wouldn't be censored like they are on right. Facebook and YouTube and Twitter or whatever. So you they can all say, hey, everyone, let's go meet. Let's yeah. meet an assassination corner and plan our... We're going to go kill some people. Like, for real. And then... Yeah. And sit and blatantly accuse... People that you know nothing about of being pedophiles and child molesters and right. having like a sex ring of right. children. And right. it's like, and you can, that's slander and you can get sued for that. But right. go ahead and do it on Parler. No server wants to hold on to or, or give people access to Parler. So, so I guess Jeff Bezos can live to see another day. Thank right. you, Jeff Bezos. That's right. So the level the Trump organization has its tentacles in people's heads is beyond disturbing. So I'm really happy to see all of these digital platforms, big tech if that's what you want to call them, <laughs> to remove him from being able to insert his Borg dick into more Borg assholes. At this point, there's no denying the Borg from Star Trek will now and forever be associated with QAnon and Trump. Well, as Trump was removed from these platforms, particularly Twitter, besides the little actual feeling of loss I actually felt, I then moved into, what's he doing? What's he thinking? 
and really picturing his impotent hands being utterly tied and kept from the thing he loves second to money and raping women. His Twitter presence. His just ability to just fucking, yeah, scream into his own fucking ginger echo chamber. Just try and soothe yourself with how absolutely neutered yep. he's been made. Yep. And that should be able to make your eyes close at night and go gently to sleep. And now I know part of you is going, where will I go for entertaining and infuriating weird missives? Well, I want you to know that our ennui is fixed because of the rapturous floodgates of Twitter memes about Trump's absence has been Give me some. glorious. Hit me. The problem is that you need to look at them. Well, is there any okay? that you can describe? Uh, let me describe one which isn't a meme, but is a, a thing that is giving me the most delight. Is it a video? Is it a gif? I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's a new Twitter account called John Barron. And it's a picture of Trump with a mustache. And John Barron is the name that he himself used in the 80s and 90s when he would pretend to be someone else when he was marketing himself. <laughs> oh, my God. That okay. is so stupid. So is it a real mustache or did they draw no, a mustache? No, they drew okay. the mustache on. Okay. It's his face smiling with a mustache, John Barron. And it's a whole Twitter feed. Now, now it's on fire. It has like 500,000 people. And it's... So entertaining. And the very first tweet says, hey, guys, I'm new here. What's up? <laughs> Damn it, Jim. How okay. does somebody think of it? I mean, I'm in love. <laughs> the f Now, it you know, it dips and wanes. It can be funny right. and hit or miss. But just its existence and everyone's interaction yeah. with it is fucking so entertaining. And again, let that yeah. soothe you to bed because it is so good that they're able to do that just like Devin Nunez's cow and all of yeah. those fake things that drive them crazy. crazy. Okay. So just know that Trump and all of those Trump people are being driven mad. Look at Don Jr. Can't take it. He's already on being like, can you believe this? And North Korea can go online and we can't. And it's like, yeah, scratch your own <laughs> eyes out. Keep yep. scratching your own fucking eyes. Eyes you out, don't okay. own the world. You thought you were so powerful. You were yeah. drunk on your own power. Yep. You thought you wanted to get out swamp creatures. You thought yep. you, you hated all these people that had rejected you. And the minute they all licked your fucking dumb yep. taint, you turned around and fucking opened your legs. And now you're moated yep. again. Yep. Put away fucking ridden hard and put away wet. Go fuck <laughs> off. <you> fucking horse. <laughs> exactly. So it's just so great and there's so many good ones and there and then it goes and then it goes into people putting their memes up which are just different pictures and it's just like trump walking into his office yeah. or trump going, and so i can't you just have to go and yeah. see them and i highly recommend that you go look for the one of kylie jenner where it's like twitter finally getting rid of trump and then it's like a thing of kylie jenner and she's just it was like from her thing being like this year it's been like one of just realizations and just us <laughs> realizing things right guys it's just like realizing things and i'm just like more 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 okay i think the silencing of trump on twitter and the 134 other platforms is great news and rather than feeling like social media is trampling on any rights it's the first time i felt like they're actually giving a fuck and taking care of us there's a limit to free speech and when you start to enable and are an accomplice to inciting actual violence, you have to be held accountable. Watching Devin Nunes, Ted Cruz, Jason Miller, Don Jr., and all these other whining, tiny dick clowns cry about losing their dear leader on Twitter and running scared is giving me life. 
this week was scary and sad and horrifying and disappointing. And when you think about it too long, it's almost impossible to come back from. So let this glory and this joy overshadow all of that. Revel in the repugnicans fear and loathing right now and enjoy the absolute incorrigible shade that is being thrown at them. And at the end of the day, as much as I can't stand that Twitter guy, Jack Dorsey, he did do the right thing and we got it. We got to give him credit for that. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you guys for listening to this dumb podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much, especially now. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, then please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this. There's no politics, no ads, no structure at all, no rules. And best of all, we never will pressure you to join the Patreon. <laughs> That's right. They are not consistent, but they are long and they are cheap. It's only a dollar if you sign up for one hour long podcast a week and $2 for two hour long podcasts per week. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our whole back catalog, which is hundreds of hours of stupid, <laughs> stress-free podcasts. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are contributing to what has become our sole source of income in this pandemic. That's right. And beyond. That's correct. <laughs> and if being pressured to help us pay our bills out of the kindness of your heart isn't working, then go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and listen to a free one to see if you like it. All you have to do is scroll down the locked podcast until you get to September and then look for the episode called Windows Up Sing Time and then just press play. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's just right there. And if you decide to sign up, navigating the DGP Patreon community and listening to the podcast is super easy. My mom does it. Okay, Pam. <laughs> Pam does it. Pam does it. So from there you her go. iPhone that she keeps in her purse that I don't oh, even, I'm not turned even sure off. she knows how to silence yeah. it. Well, you can always just go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and it's all right there. Or you can do everything on the Patreon app, which is free and available in every app store. Not like Parcel or what's it called? Parlor? Yeah, Parlor. Fuck Parlor. Parlor's not available, but Patreon nope, is. Patreon sure is. <laughs> in terms of listening, the easiest thing to do is to import our Patreon podcast feed into iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. So all your podcasts are in one place. Look, you know you're curious, so you may as well just try it. Because we're literally never going to stop bugging about it. We're never <laughs> going to stop bugging. Just let that sink in. And uh, while people are like, actually, I'm going to unsubscribe. In addition to not subscribing to that one, I'm going to unsubscribe to this one. Yeah, I'm going to erase this name <laughs> from my eyes. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been forever 21. That's right. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. 
Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man by the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty grooving Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry Right We'll just say where we are Then go back to the car We don't want to be any worry Well, you got caught with a flat wheel How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic By the light of the night It'll all seem all right I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night Or maybe a bite Night I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame So I'll remove the cause <laughs> But not the symptom <laughs>